0: The other day, I was at this really fancy event hosted by a champagne brand. It was the works, man. It was uh, beautiful people, celebrities, awesome weather, and it was on a rooftop with a nice view of the city. I was looking nice myself, you know, in my in my checkered blazer, white shirt, gold chain, Cuban links, and suede boots. You needed to see me. I was bawling, out of control. I had taken some selfies with the the view in in, in in the background and posted it on my Instagram story. The same way I usually do on a normal day. No big deal. Then an hour later, a follower of mine commented on one of the pics saying, Out here living your best life. And I could tell she meant it. I looked at it. I looked at who sent it. And I chuckled to myself because she had no idea. For all she knows, I could be dying of cancer or experiencing soul-crushing death or violent diarrhea. But she assumed I must be out here having the time of my life based on a photo. I can't blame her though. I was looking like a media tycoon in Monaco. Just go check out my Instagram to see my outfit. I was class personified. Anyway, (laughs) so this lady, she also has no idea what living my best life means to me. She must have thought that I'm all about that life, but I'm not. My best life is waking up every day and doing the things I'm passionate about. Doing things that matter to me and crushing my goals. You know, being being a creative individual and getting better, stronger every day. My best life is having people who genuinely care about me and support me and rate me. My best life is showing up, doing the things I said I was going to do and not letting myself down keeping my promises to myself. Living my best life is receiving those amazing messages and feedback from friends and fans who appreciate the work I do and encourage me to keep going. So you see, going to events like those are nice, but they do not compare. They don't come close. The whole time I was there, I couldn't wait to leave and get back to my actual life. See, mingling with with socialites and sipping of a a prized champagne is cool, but that there's there's it's, it's superficial there's there's no value in that like you you get like anyone on the outside looking in would think it's the end all be all but anyone with sense knows that it's all just a show it's just entertainment. The reason why I'm really digging into this comment that she made is because of all the aspects of my life that I share my music tastes my podcast my business, my public speaking my yogurt bowls my favorite whiskey, my dates, my appreciation for fine tea and art and all those things. Of all the things I share daily, she only ever commented on that picture of me at the event. That to her is what constituted living my best life. And at the risk of sounding holier than thou, it just goes to show how the average person prioritizes their lives. If you're not all dressed up at some fancy event or location, taking the most perfect pics, You're not living your best life, and I'm here to tell you, that life isn't everything. Nothing's as it seems. Some people go to those events to get away from their miserable, boring lives. Some people go there just to feel among and, you know, rub shoulders with people that, you know, don't send them, you know, just to put on a show of best life living while trying to cover up their insecurity and mediocrity. See, living our best life is not in, in superficial things, man. Vacations, luxury, you know, good food, all the fancy things we crave are nice. Gosh, they're really nice. And I want them just as much as anyone. But I'm smart enough to not base the intrinsic quality of my life on whether I have access to them or not. They are not what's real. The best life is in appreciating the life you have and enjoying what you do and how you do it. Everything else is just extra. And that's the tea. So ask yourself, are you really living your best life or just doing photo shoots? Because the party will eventually end. The music will eventually stop. The fancy food will finish and digest and you shit it out. You and your amazing squad will have to go home, back to your lives and and your jobs and face yourselves. That's real life, and if you're not, and if your real life is not your best life, well, you see where I'm going with this, and that's that for for this segment. Welcome back to the Young God Podcast. I'm still your host, Rodney Omerocache. In this segment, I'll be responding to a voice message I received from a listener. Have a listen.
1: Hi, Rodney. This is Comfort Sierra. I'm a new subscriber to your Instagram and podcast pages. Uh, please, can you talk about um, the celebration of individualism, uniqueness, um, and all that? Um, I feel that there's a pressure for people to be unique, to do and say new things. And even when people reinvent things, it, it, they seem to get so much applause, while others who don't do the same are seen to be less ambitious, um, are seen to lack initiative and all that. I'm a strong believer that um, there's no death of ideas. And so um, if people can pull ideas together, collaborate, pull their resources together, Um, It will help facilitate stronger causes. Thank
0: you. Hi, Comfort. Thank you for subscribing, and thank you for your message. Fun fact, you're the first voice message I'm receiving on the show. You're a pioneer, and you deserve all the accolades. (laughs) Now, to respond to your message, I would say that there isn't an over celebration of the individual. In fact, I would say that the individual is not celebrated enough in terms of the fact that each of us is one of one. In terms of the fact that there will never be another replica of you or I in all of history. And that's worth celebrating. Your core purpose in life, before you add other layers, is to figure out, develop and express what makes you unique from the other 8 billion people alive today or have ever lived. That's an incredible responsibility, opportunity, and pressure. But it makes sense. And you're right. People that stand out in their uniqueness tend to be celebrated. They also tend to be persecuted. Just ask Jesus. So it's a a double-edged sword, depending on what era or culture you're born into. Some societies celebrate the individual, while others seek to limit the individual. And history has shown that cultures that uplift the individual progress better than those who focus on the group tyrannies and dictatorships thrive by forcing people to denounce the individualism you see by virtue of of our uniqueness we are made to stand out we are born to stand out there's nothing wrong with fitting in and being like everyone else but that's average i know some people prefer that and that's allowed that's cool but deep down we all want to express what makes us special through our thoughts, ideas, clothing, tastes, whatever. And that should be encouraged and celebrated. That's what makes life worth living. But no one remembers anybody who acts and thinks like everybody else. To be yourself, to express your individuality in a positive way, that's where your power resides and that's so special because not many people can do it. Many are afraid to reward those who have the balls to try. Again, while you're absolutely right that we can do more together through collaboration, I would say that it must start from the individual. I would argue that the best collaborations occur among individuals who bring their uniqueness to the table. But let me add something else. Being an individual is about being the best version of yourself and contributing meaningfully to the group or the society. Only as a fully developed individual can you contribute meaningfully to the group. How can you contribute to something if you don't have access to your strengths and your and your you know you know knowledge of yourself and your abilities. You become a liability, a sheep. Look at r- religious extremism. It is only successful because they were able to cleanse their followers of their individualism. Also, it's dangerous to assume that people should primarily be identified by their group, because then you will judge in the individual by the actions of the group and then things go downhill from there i think it's a mistake to make your primary identity your group whether it's nationalist or ethnic or racist or sexual group it's a fundamental error and a dangerous one the individual identity should be primary and the group identity should be secondary you're a person before you're a feminist Christian, Muslim, Nigerian, Edo, or whatever else we use to classify ourselves. So comfort, I want you to understand that there is no such thing as an over-celebration of the individual because the individual is the most important unit of a society. Great cultures, countries, and brands have been built on the foundation of truly unique, independent-minded individuals, people who stood out, and acted in accordance with their unique values and inclinations. Do not make the mistake of underestimating your power as an individual. That's why they say, be the change you want to see in the world, or start with the man in the mirror, because change or progress doesn't start at the group level. There can't be any large-scale revolution until there's a personal revolution on an individual level. And the very essence of this podcast is built on the idea that We are unique individuals first, before we are anything else. Your gifts, your personality, your experiences, all combine to make you, you. And that is never to be taken for granted. Celebrate your individualism and that of others. And imagine what can be done if strong, well-developed individuals banded together, bringing their unique perspectives to a cause as opposed to sacrificing what makes you different to fit in. So I hope this is a suitable response to your message i hope i made sense thanks for sending in your message you really got me thinking i look forward to hearing from you again and you can drop me a dm if you would like to talk more yeah so that's it for this segment just a reminder before we wrap that if you would like to be heard on the podcast just send me a voice message via the link in the description and you can record right away. From wherever you are, whatever platform you use. If you feel moved and inspired by whatever, just hit the link and send me a a one-minute voice message and you just might be featured on the Young God Podcast. And that wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening. If you love this content, do subscribe and do share with your friends and colleagues you can follow the podcast on instagram at young god pod you can also follow me the host rodney on instagram and twitter at rodney avo rodney Avo, one word do leave some feedback do review the podcast and are we happy to hear from any of you rodney out